Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. No magic in Orlando for the Hawks as they lose their third straight. And is the house on fire? We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on this journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And tonight, we are. <laughs> well, let me. We are briefly discussing the Hawks and the Magic, right? Hawks lose to the Magic, one seventeen to one ten. Um, yeah, we'll go over the details. You know, one into overtime, Hawks were unable to score and get any stops in deep in in overtime. And when you can't do that, you lose. Um, <laughs> it's a lot going on. Um, I did not pod after the Pacer game Friday night. Um, I'll talk about that as well. And uh, we're just going to kind of get into the current state of things right now. All right. So we'll, we'll dab into this magic game. But I want to kind of delve into some of the rumors because I haven't really addressed those. I want to talk about um, <laughs> Hulk's Twitter, which is on fire, as always. Been on fire for the past few days. Um, so, yeah. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Edub, and I am uh, the purveyor of this podcast where we talk Atlanta Hawks stuff. So if you're a Hawks fan, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. A big part of what we do is on the social media front. So make sure you are connected with us on all the social media platforms. Subscribe to the podcast and make sure you drop us a five star rating on Spotify 
and on um, Apple Podcasts. So thank you, thank you, thank you kindly for that. Also, if you see the if you see the podcast being promoted on X or Facebook or Instagram, go ahead and give that a like, give it a reshare, retweet, however you want to do that. Um, the exposure is greatly, greatly appreciated. All right, folks, grab a seat. <laughs> grab a seat and let's talk about it. Let, let's form a circle and let's discuss what is going on with the Atlanta Hawks, the 14 and 21 Atlanta Hawks. Um, It's a lot, man. It's a lot. They lose tonight to the Orlando Magic, 21 to 15. I mean, I'm sorry, 117 to 110. And um, they did a good job in that fourth quarter pushing the game to overtime. But let me ask you this. When it came to overtime, how confident did you feel that this team was going to pull things out? Did you feel confident or did you not feel confident? That is my question. Yes, me either. <laughs> I just did it, man. And I hate to say it, but I didn't. These close games and these games that come down to the fourth quarter, man, it's 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 a lot, man. It is a lot. Um, the Hawks missed a ton of free throws tonight. A ton of free throws. They were 17 of 29. They were they were. They made 17 free throws out of 29 attempts. That's 58%. That is 58%. How in the world are you shooting 58% from the free throw line? That's 12 missed free throws. It's 12 missed free throws. You lost the game by 7 and you missed 12 free throws. I just, I mean, there comes a point where you just, you don't know what else to say. <laughs> you don't know what else to say, right? When it comes to just being a good team and just being a bad team, bad teams, I think bad teams are focused on not losing. I think that's what these Hawks team are. This is what this Hawks team is right now. They're just a team that's just trying not to lose games. And when it comes down to crunch time, when it comes to that time that really matters, they get they get tight. They get tight. And when you get tight, you don't execute. You don't run a smooth offense. You don't get stops. And you miss free throws. You miss free throws. I'm not going to go throughout the whole four quarters again. Most of the time, you guys listen to this podcast, you saw the game, right? Hawks had a really good second quarter and a, a, a decent fourth quarter, right? Second quarter, um, you really come out, you shot the ball pretty decently, and uh, Orlando was kind of in a little funk, and you outscored them 32-19. to 19. Trey was kind of cooking a little bit in that second quarter, and you're like, okay, you kind of, kind of, you you know, you got you kind of cooking with grease here, right? Going into halftime, 60-51. to 51. But if Hawks fans know anything, they know anything, they know that first quarter, 
doesn't amount to a hill of beans. And what did they do? All that magic, all that good stuff that they did in the second quarter went straight down the drain. It went straight down the drain. The magic, I scored the Hawks 34-18 in the second in the third quarter. And the Hawks were just like, I don't know. Like, I mean, they just could not get a basket. They could not get a basket. They shot 31% from the field. They shot 12% from three. And it just didn't look good, man. Like, it didn't look good at all. And the Magic, I mean, they didn't even really have one guy that was out here cooking. Like, I mean, their front line was playing pretty decently that third quarter. But all that good all that good juju that the Hawks had in that second quarter gave it right back. Gave it right back. You going into the fourth quarter, you're only down by seven, which isn't really that bad, especially if you're on the road, right? You're down by seven. And the Hawks did a yeoman's job of getting back in the game. I will say this. They did a yeoman's job of getting back in the game. They did what they had to do to push it to overtime. Right? But you missed a ton of free throws down the stretch. Like, down the stretch where it really, really mattered. Like, where it really mattered. And I'm like, yo, man, like, you have plenty of opportunities to win this game. Plenty of opportunities. Plenty of opportunities. You missed five free throws in that fourth quarter. Five free throws. Which is just, if you just would have made one more free throw, you would have won the game. <laughs> you would have won the game like if you would have made one more free throw. DeJounte, 2 of 3. Trey, 4 of 6. Onyeka, 0 of 2. As a team, you're 8 of 13. This is your job, bro. Like, make your free throws. You know what I mean? But this is just another feather in the cap of when... You just, when you're not playing good basketball, you're not playing good basketball. And right now, I hate to say it, I hate to admit it, the Hawks are just not playing good basketball. And if we keeping that a stack, if we keeping it 100 like the kids say, they haven't been playing good basketball all season long. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. 
depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Yes, Jalen has been hurt, and we understand that. But listen, you're 14 and 21. You're 14 and 21. You're 12 out of 15. There's only 15 teams in the East, and you guys are 12th best. You're three from the bottom. (laughs) You're three from the bottom. And so this game is just, it's not, tonight's game is not even a bad loss. It's not even a bad loss. Like, I mean, yes, you could have won. You probably should have won. But after Indiana, after that debacle, goodness, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have much for you. That game in Indiana, and I'm going to tell you what happened. Because for those that were looking for the podcast, I didn't podcast that night. I um, was out with some uh, family and friends, came back. Check the game out. By the time I finished the game, it was late. And after watching what I watched on Friday night and the terror, (laughs) the terror that was on Twitter, I was just like, you know what, man? I'm going to sit this game out. We're going to come back Sunday and regroup. It was terrible. Worst loss of the season unequivocally. That loss in Indiana was like, okay, something has to happen. Something has to happen, right? And, and, and so I, I, I want to kind of transition from, from the Magic game. Um, let me wrap this up first. All right, so they're going to overtime. They get out scored 5 to 12. Score five points in overtime. Two or seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, Trey made a shot. Jalen made a shot. That was it. That ain't going to win you no ball games. That ain't going to win you no ball games. Paul Bancaro put his team on his back when it mattered most. Went in the OT. Eight points in the quarter. He had eight points. The Hawks had five. He, shoot, I mean, he, do the math. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, he stepped up when it counted most. And uh, finished the game with 35 and 10. I think Paolo's going to be a really good player. Uh, in this league, but uh, Hawks didn't really have an answer for him. Here's the thing: with, 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 when you look at this Orlando team, you can give up 35 to Palo. Palo, I pronounce his first name. You can't give up 25 to Caleb Houston. I know that. Can't do that. You know what Caleb Houston's numbers are on the year? 4.1 points per game, 1.6 rebounds per game. He's shooting. from three-point range this season. What did he do against the Hawks? 7 of 14. (laughs) 7 of 14 from three-point range tonight. I mean, like, some of these storylines are just so redundant. So redundant. How are these people always going off on the Hawks? It's always like that random guy. But (sighs) got to keep going. Got to keep going. Put that one to bed. Hawks lose to the Magic, 117-110. And let's talk about some roster moves. All right. I haven't talked about it. Uh, A lot of heat 
has been going on in the past couple of days. A lot of rumors, and, uh, things are going and swirling. DeJounte Murray's in trade rumors and Clint's out there and, you know, Hawks fans are fed up. Hawks fans are <laughs> in, a, in battled in a civil war on X and Twitter. Cats going back and forth. I'll log on at like 5 a.m. Cats still going back and forth about Quinn Snyder. <laughs> it's a crazy place to be, man. It's a crazy place to be. Let me just say this, and I will begin with saying this. I may, and, and I, I, I think I, I, I've been very patient. I think I've been extremely patient. And I've probably given this more time than most. But I'm pretty sure to say unequivocally that the Trey and DeJounte Murray experiment was a wash. It did not work. I don't think it's going to work. Um, for all the, the moments where you're like, oh, okay, like, yeah, this is what it could be. Nah. <laughs> I think the Hawks are going to have to make a move with DeJounte Murray. I think they're going to have to. I, I And here's the thing. You made the move. You gave up a lot of draft capital to bring this boy here. And I'm not going to get on the whole. I'm not going to get on the whole Travis Link kind of new. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to say Travis tried to warn y'all. But this whole thing with DeJounte Murray, it never panned out. He never panned out to be the defensive player. Hawks fans thought he was going to be the secondary ball handler stuff never really panned out that secondary scoring option when Trey was on the bench nothing really panned out the way it was supposed to pan out in the form of wins let me say that in the form of wins it simply hasn't worked and I think that um, not only has it not worked, I think that everybody knows that, like, yo, this isn't working. And I don't care how good of friends Trey and DeJounte are. And I don't I, I will be interested to know what kind of conversations they have. But I will say this. I think that this team has severe chemistry issues. I think they have severe chemistry issues. I don't think they rock with each other like that, man. I do not think they rock with each other like that. Somebody posted a clip the other day. Uh, somebody ran by Trey and just bumped him on the shoulder on his right shooting shoulder. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and somebody was like, yo, this is the second time that happened. Ain't nobody stick up for mans. You know what I mean? Like that is that that says volumes. This team doesn't look connected and, and, and allow me to use some Nate McMillan verbiage about being connected. This team doesn't look connected. They don't look like they enjoy playing with each other. And of course, it's going to look like that when you're not winning. But that's what it looks like. 
That's what it looks like. It looks like they don't rock with each other, man. It looks like they don't rock with each other. And I said this was going to be a problem the beginning of the season. I said one of the concerns that I have when you remove a guy like John Collins, who, yes, he can be a rah-rah guy, is what are the voices like in that locker room? Who are the guys that are going to tell uh, the team to, hey, it's going to be okay. We just got to keep on palling. Who was going to be that team? Who was going to be that vet to keep this team together? Who? Like, if you think that I'm wrong where I'm at, tell me who you think the vet is that's in that locker room keeping this team together. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. There, there is chemistry issues with this team. This team is flawed from its makeup. And now, you know, you're really going to have to sell off your pieces. 50 cents on the dollar. And I don't think you go into a full rebuild. I think that it's kind of more of a retool. But you're going to take a step back. So be prepared for this. You're going to take a step back. Because you can move DeJounte. You can probably get off DeJounte because he has a player-friendly, con- I mean, a team-friendly contract. He's a good player. He's a good player. Just not in this situation. Just not in this situation, man. He's not an off-ball, too. He's just not. He's not, man. He's not. So you can move DeJounte, but I'm going to tell you this. You're not going to get something better or equal for it. You're not going to get something better or equal for him. I'm telling you that right now. Your best hope is the hope that you can get 75 cents on the dollar. Because you already gave away them three draft picks to bring him here. You already gave away them three draft picks to bring him here. And you better hope that you're going to at least get 75 cents on the dollar. Because you're not going to get an upgrade by moving DeJounte Murray. Hopefully you can get a guy and some picks. A guy that maybe can play a little good perimeter defense. I, I, I don't know who that guy is. I don't know. Like, who is a guy that you pair with Trey? Obviously, DeJounte Murray checked all the boxes of a guy that could play in the backcourt with Trey. He checked all the boxes. He checked every last one of them. Oh, he's a strong defender. He made an all-NBA defensive team. You know, he can play the, the one and the two. He was the perfect guy to pair next to Trey, and it didn't work. And to be honest with you, I don't I don't know where you go if you move on from DeJounte. All I know is you got to move on from DeJounte. Because I think not only the Hawks are shopping him, I think DeJounte's behind that 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 push too. I think he's kind of behind that PR move like, "Yo, it's time it's time to move. Like this ain't working. This ain't working." So that's what it is. What moves you make, I don't know. You know, there's a report word on the street is everybody's available except for Trey and Jalen, you know. So um, I don't know what guys you target, but it's going to be interesting. And I think moves are going to be made. Moves are going to be made. Um, 
I think Clint may be on the move as well. I, I, I've said many times, like, Clint is a guy who's playing some really good basketball. But if you don't move on him when he's ready, when when, <laughs> when the price is hot, you're going to end up getting him for a bag of gummy bears like you did with John Collins. When you move John Collins and all you got back was some some uh, some game tokens. <laughs> That's all you got for James John Collins because you waited too long to move him. Go on, if you're going to start retooling, go on ahead and get Clint up out of here. See if you can find a sucker for DeAndre Hunter. Give you some cap space. That's going to be hard when the move because DeAndre Hunter, man, that that contract. And I'm trying to figure out who gave him his money. Was it Travis or was it Landry? It's probably Travis, but I don't remember. Somebody gave him all that bread. I think that's going to be a, that's going to be hard for him to move. You really not going to get some in return for DeAndre. You really not unless you can find a sucker out there. Somebody that owes you a favor. I don't know. I hope Landry knows a sucker out there. I hope he does. Because when you move DeAndre, you definitely not going to get somebody of equal or, 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 or comparable value for DeAndre Hunter. You're just not going to. And DeAndre, and, and again, DeAndre Hunter is a good player. He is a good player. He is a good defender. Like He's not what um, Hawks fans believe he should be. As a number four pick, like if DeAndre Hunter, if DeAndre Hunter is a number 15 pick, like no one's really upset with DeAndre Hunter. Hawks fans are upset about DeAndre Hunter because they moved up to get him. They got him at four and they were kind of billed that he was going to be like a game changing defender and that he is not. Plus, he's been injured, which also hurts his trade value. But you gave him a bucket full of money. Now you got to move him and he's hurt. So. Yeah, I mean, like, that's tough. So, um, I don't know who the targets. I know that everybody's fair game, and it looks like the Hawks are going to be dealing, doing some wheeling and dealing before the trade deadline. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. A lot of folks have been talking about uh, Quinn Snyder and the coach and everything, and the job that he's done, and some folks have been really pro Quinn Snyder. Some folks have been really anti Quinn Snyder. I will just say this about Quinn Snyder: Do I believe the man can coach? I think he can coach. However, you are what your record is, homie. Yeah, you know I mean, like you know, you are what your record is. You are what your record is. You know. Um, <laughs> it, it's funny because I've I've been through several coaching <laughs> errors. I was here for Budenholzer. I was here for Larry Drew. I was here for um, Lloyd Pierce, Nate McMillan, the Joe Prundy era, the two and O Joe Prundy era. <laughs> Maybe that was the guy that should have held on to. <laughs> and then I have the Quinn Snyder era. And it's wild because Hawks fans always think that moving on for the coach is going to be the solution. You know, it's always the solution until it's not. And um, I think Quinn just got here. And I think that uh, I think Quinn is going to be fine. But um, I don't think he's done a good job up until this point. You can say um, he hasn't had the 
the the players. You can say that he just got here. He hasn't had time to install his scheme. You can say all of those things. But make sure that you put his record on all of that, all of those explanations. You are what your record is, homie. And I like Quinn. I think he's a likable dude. And I hope that he stays here for a little bit. I hope he gets a little bit of a, uh, of a, um, you know, a longer leash, you know, I, I don't, and I don't think that he's on any type of hot seat. I mean, again, this is his first year here, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I think Quinn is okay. I think he deserves a, a, at least a shot. If you're going to retool, I think you retool with him, give him some input on the guys he believes is needs to be here. Um, I think Trey is going to be fine. A lot of folks are talking about what to do with Trey Young. I, I, I think Trey Young will be here until Trey Young doesn't want to be here. I think he'll be here until he does not want to be here. The question is, you know, how much patience is he going to get? Especially when he looks around the league and he sees all those guys getting accolades. They're going to Olympics. They're getting the all-star games. They're going to the playoffs. Trey likes all that stuff. You know, like he wants to be a part of that. So if 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 all his buddies are doing all this stuff, you know, last year, his, his buddy, Michael Porter Jr. won a chip. You know, he didn't like that. I'm sure he was happy for him, but, you know, he didn't like that, you know. So uh, I think Quinn is, is, you know, he's safe. I don't think by any means that the Hawks are going to do anything with him. So all of those conversations y'all have. That's kind of a moot point. Ain't nothing happening to Quinn, man. He ain't going nowhere. Trey ain't going nowhere. Jalen ain't going nowhere. Everybody else? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I will say this. In the 10 years that I've done this Hawks, um, this Hawks brand that I do, which is the Hawks beat, I don't think I've ever seen this fan base so dejected. And so angry. Like, y'all got to get along. Like, y'all got to stop being so mean to each other. <laughs> I, will, I will I will randomly wake up at like 5 or 6 in the morning. Just pop on Twitter see what y'all. And, like, folks is arguing about, like, DeAndre Hunter playing defense. <laughs> like, y'all doing a little bit too much, bro. Like, y'all got to chill, man. Y'all got to chill. Well, let me just give you. Uh, as we get up out of here, let me just give you just a little bit of some fan feedback from what I got tonight to give the Hawks fans a voice. And that's the one thing I always like doing on my podcast is giving you guys a a, a, a platform to uh, voice your grievances, you know, because number one, it helps me to give you get a, get a feel for how you guys feel. And two, hey, man. The front office checks out the podcast. They'll have a good insight of what the fans are feeling. I did the typical question that I asked after every game. I said, Hawks fans, how are you feeling about tonight's game? And here is what you had to say. J-Boo on Twitter. Jelks Phil on Twitter said, we are losers. He said, wrong coach and bad system for this group of players. Thank you, sir. Thank you for checking us out. My guy, Yogi, says he loses. He's talking about Quinn. He says he loses the player that he can pretty much play. No, he said he loses a player 
Then he pretty much played seven dudes. They looked dead late. I thought coaching was about managing players' legs. Aside from that, every random has a career high (laughs) on these dudes. This is getting rough. Hey, bro, I hear you, man. I hear you. I'm not going to disagree with anything you're saying. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, Insane Kane. Insane Kane, my guy. He does a pretty good Hawk Spaces. If you guys are into the spaces, check out my guy. He does a great job. He said, the five stages of grief. <laughs> Appropriately put. Rashad365. He always checks on me. What's up, Rashad? He says, we win this game easily if Trey and Murray make free throws. We suck on defense, and CC better be the first to go. <laughs> hey, Rashad, thanks for checking us out, man. My girl Mandy, Mandy H. on Twitter said, It's sad they don't know how to win. Hey. I hear you, boo. I hear you. My guy Dollar One checked in, said, Holla, my guy. I'm listening through the radio. I appreciate you, brother. I hope all is well. Um, hope to see you at another Hawks game sometime. I met my guy Dollar One at uh, last year on Hawks game. Good dude came up and spoke to me, and uh, I appreciate him for following through. Last one, Paul Martinez said the only one who stepped up or bothered Bancaro was Onyeka, who didn't play in the last minutes or in OT. And Bogey and his points might have changed the end of the game. And overtime. Too many times with this team, it's what if, what if, what if. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Shoulda played him, shoulda played him. Shoulda kept this guy on the bench, shoulda played this guy. It's too much, man. Like all these dudes get paid. Go out there and make a play. Whether it's a defensive play or whether it's an offensive play. Problem is, too many dudes just want to shine on the offensive side of the ball. That's what it is. That's just what it is. But ladies and gentlemen, put a bow in this podcast. I've been going long enough. I don't want to rant. But next up for the Hawks is a game versus the (laughs) Philadelphia 76ers. So it doesn't get any better for this team. Philadelphia 76ers are 23 and 12. Uh, They're on a two-game losing streak, so maybe they may catch this team lacking, like like my son says. (laughs) Maybe they may catch this team lacking. But uh, Hawks play a uh, 76 team at home. Hopefully, they will have some home cooking, which is kind of a, a, a crazy thing of itself because the Hawks haven't been good at home this year. They're five and nine. So expect anything. <laughs> expect anything. Thank you guys for checking out the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your man, E-Dub. As always, uh, we're going to put a bow on this podcast, and we'll let you know that God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that's all he is showing you. L O B E love. We out. Peace. Free 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.